Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of Woman Well-Rounded Radio. I am here to give you a recap of the Before the 90 Days cast, um, what happened in this last episode that aired on Sunday. Boy, was it explosive. It really was. Um, And I'm also going to throw in um, 90 Day Fiance the other way quickly into this episode as well. So listen up if you want to hear about both of them. Um, So first, let's talk about Caesar. Oh, man. Caesar, Caesar, Caesar. I feel bad. But then again, I don't because we knew that this was coming. We knew that Caesar was going to... He was getting played. (laughs) (laughs) He was getting played. There's no doubt about that, that he was getting played. And the problem is he was too stupid to see that he was being taken advantage of. She got $45,000 out of him and then she broke up with him and he was crying. I didn't feel bad. Actually, I was actually laughing at him on screen because everyone could see it. And he said, everybody's going to tell me, I told you so. And he's going to say, yeah, they're right. Absolutely. Everyone was right. He was totally getting played. I cannot believe, and he should be really angry with himself that he actually traveled all the way to Mexico by himself to be stood up at the end of the day on the phone with a woman that he never met. He was having a relationship with. There was no relationship because you've never met in person um, and you kept sending her money like a fool. So shame on you, Caesar. But I do not feel remorseful for you at all because this was an act of catfishing. This was what we call the ultimate catfish. And you, my friend, were the bait. Um, so unfortunately... That's just what happened. Sorry, Caesar, but hopefully you should be able to find a woman in the United States where you don't have to spend almost 50 grand on her in order for her to fall in love with you or to have a nice life. And yes, it might stay with you for a long time, but really he actually said it's going to stay with him for the rest of his life. This guy was caught up and he was in a fantasy about a woman that he could never have. And that was the problem. And sometimes you have to have a heartbreak in order to realize that, damn, I was very naive. I can't believe I did that. And there are people that have to go through that in order to like see the light, see the light through the tunnel. It It's going to get better. It's always going to get better. Um, so let's move on to um, Rebecca and Zaid. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, she's. Okay, how do I begin this? Zaid, his his family um, is is not particularly fond of their whole entire relationship. Um, and his sister was not too fond of Rebecca. And it was more so of, you know, first it was the tattoos that she had. And the fact that she's married and she hasn't told him. Then she came out in this most recent episode about her being with a woman in the past. And he told her that it was best not to say anything to the family about it. And Rebecca didn't seem to take that too well. So I feel like if that was your past and you're not looking to be with a woman, then why should you talk about it? Um, If you're not with a woman anymore and you're with a man... I don't really think that is something that needs to be told. I think um, she's she kind of railroaded him with 
the fact that she was with a woman, but what she should have really said was the fact that, hey, listen, I'm actually married. <laughs> That's worse than you being with a woman or what have you. So um, that, you know, unfortunately has to come out. We'll see how that plays out. But poor Rebecca, she's really trying to... Um, please this man's family and I really kind of you know obviously from what I saw on the last episode when he was talking to his mom or whatever whoever it was um he he wants to come over to the United States um he's aware that she is going to take care of him so he's kind of here for the benefit and she doesn't see that she's got another man and there are just some people in the world who just constantly pick bad relationship after bad relationship and she's definitely one of those people so we'll have to see how it plays out for next week okay let's talk about Benjamin and Akini okay so Benjamin um has actually traveled all the way over um and to to um Africa to see Akini and uh, her her brother um, is is giving her, him a hard time, saying that things were his fault, and he's really I think Akini's brother is trying to um, wear Benjamin down, trying to punk him per se, um, because he wants to get money out of him. Ultimately, I think it's more like a scam going on. And they're using Akini with this boy. And then the father doesn't approve. And we've never seen him before. It's just a whole mess. And, um, you know, her her brother is saying that she's embarrassing the family. And, you know, he didn't come with a gift for her. So that's a big problem. And to me, it just seems like, well, he didn't come with money. So basically, we don't want to talk to you because you're not showing us your riches and your wealth from the United States or whatever. So... Akini might really be in love with Benjamin. I think he's really in love with her. The problem is her brother seems to be just in in the way and and he's causing a lot of problems. And I just feel like they're making it into this big service of, well, you know, he needs to pay a, a bride price and all of these things and it's just not happening. So Akini's brother is basically telling Benjamin like, hey, look, we can't accept you unless you come with gifts, unless you do the right thing and basically kiss my behind uh, and everything that I tell you to do. And I think it's kind of weird. Akini doesn't seem to have the best communication skills. So that's really a pro- that's really a problem. And that's what happened in this last episode. She doesn't have great communication, um, great communication at all. She has a big problem with that. And uh, she said that her father raised them to be that way, not to talk about things. And that's not a good way. So he's spending the whole time walking around in circles, asking her what the hell is wrong. And she's not telling him. And it's just a stupid circle. So I wish them the best. We'll have to see what happens with that silly storyline as well. Let's talk about Darcy and Tom. Okay, so (laughs) Darcy went, they went over to visit her sister um, and 
<laughs> her sister's boyfriend and her, they never like showed up until like, I guess an hour and a half later. And Tom was really upset. So here's the thing. Darcy's boyfriend or potential boyfriend, Tom had a very nice evening plan for them to take a nice cruise and go on a little vacation, a beautiful Island. And she turned it down because she wanted to go visit her sister and her sister's fiance. And I think that was kind of rude. And I think um, Darcy, I was really rooting for her to find love. I felt really bad for her last season, but this season I'm seeing a different kind. I'm seeing that Darcy might be the problem in the relationship because Tom really was confused that she stopped, like she unpacked her suitcase in the middle of the road, like in the middle of the, like just on the sidewalk in front of the restaurant just to put heels on because she didn't want to be shorter than her sister because she was certain that her sister was going to be wearing heels as well, her twin sister, which was ridiculous. And then they get into the restaurant and then they're sitting there waiting and waiting and Tom is like, I'm exhausted. Then her and her sister, um, the next day when they meet, they're in serious competition and it's like Darcy really is jealous of her sister and she's in competition with her based on what I've seen the fact that they're kind of like going back and forth with petty arguments in front of the guys which makes them look a little crazy so with that being said I I don't know I I might have to recant my um, opinion about Darcy from the last season because I'm seeing a totally different person this season and and it's it's showing that she might be some of the problem or maybe all of the problem (laughs) I think she's expecting way too much too soon with these guys and it's really making her look super desperate and just washed out and used and it's make it's it's making her look silly on tv so i hope darcy gets it together because i've been rooting for her since day one so um we'll have to see what happens next week and see you know what's what's gonna go down let's talk about tim and jennifer um (laughs) tim uh reminds me of like a metrosexual male i'm not really sure Um, he's a, he's, he's a pretty boy. He was an ugly duckling. He grew up as like, not the best candidate for, you know, women to actually want to date. So he went out of his way to make himself basically look pretty attractive. And, um, Jennifer is from, um, Columbia and she actually found out that he had received a text from his ex-girlfriend and he had come back and forth to Columbia um, to to see his ex-girlfriend. That's what we found in the last episode. Now, this past one, uh, <laughs> she gets very upset with him, throws a drink in his face, and he's basically telling her that there's no more there wasn't closure in that relationship so it was kind of he was thrown off by the text message because with his ex-Columbian girlfriend there was no real closure the door wasn't really closed it was just kind of broken off and she ran away um so he had to explain that to her and show her that he is the one um for her 
And I, I'm not sure if what Jennifer's intentions are necessarily. Of course, I think most of these people want to come over to the United States uh, for so-called, quote-unquote, better life. And I think that um, she might be a good, okay mother. She seems to have her daughter with her all the time, which is good. She's not, you know, hiding her child and her child is not, you know, with the father somewhere in another country. So it's good that she actually does. This one here has her child with her. She's being a mother to her kid, which is great. So um, we'll have to see what happens with that. I'm not sure about that storyline. Um, but <laughs> moving on, let's talk about Avery and Omar. Okay, Avery's only 19, okay? And she's over there. And, and Omar is from like uh, freaking... Pakistan or something. I might have that wrong. Um, not Pakistan. Um, Omar is, he had a meeting with Avery's mother. Um, and his, her mother said if she tries to run away with him, she's going to fight it tooth and nail. So, Omar did um, discuss with her. And basically, when her mother came back to the hotel or wherever they're staying, um, she she informed Avery that, you know, maybe what, what do you, you know, what if he is using you just to come over here? Um, so, I feel like, okay. He's in a country, um, sorry, Syria is where he's from, not Pakistan, guys. So please scratch that out of your head. He's not from Pakistan. Some of you, I'm sure, who are listening know he's not there. It's Syria. And they're in the middle of a serious war over there. Serious just ruins in that country. And she wants to go over there to live with him until... Her visa, uh, his visa is approved to come over to the United States as a married couple, which I think is a complete disastrous plan. Um, so her mother doesn't agree. And I'm glad that her mother's there because she's the voice of reason for this girl, because this girl is young and dumb and has no life experience with any man or anybody. So I just think it's ridiculous. Um, so her mother was basically telling her that, listen, he's, you know, he's from Syria and the country is in ruins. You don't think he's using you for this? And she's like, yeah, he could have found anybody. And her mom was like, yeah, he found you. (laughs) Meaning that, yes, he found his fool, you. (laughs) So I don't know if his intentions are actually, um, genuine because he is from Syria and, (sighs) hmm. He just kind of seems like he has a little bit of a mystery going on with him. So that's a little weird. Um, So we have to kind of stay tuned for that because, you know, she met him and and he met her. And um, he he didn't. He left Syria for a little while just to meet Avery um, and her mother. But he has to go back. So what are we going to do? Is she going to go with him? So we have to stay tuned and see what happens um, for next week. Because I feel that Avery's going to end up not telling her mother something that she's getting married. And she's going to do it anyway with this guy. 
And I think she's going to be in for a big letdown. That's just my opinion. So we'll have to see what happens next week. Um, So that is the recap of the 90 Day Fiancé. All of the couples. And um, I wanted to talk briefly about the um, 90 Day Fiancé the other way. I know I didn't talk much about Angela and Michael um, because... (laughs) Uh, Okay, I guess I'll throw it in there. Angela, um, I'll say this quickly. Angela got upset because Michael said he had never been on a boat. (laughs) And then she said she saw a picture on Instagram and he had taken a picture and there was a woman in that picture. The way they showed the picture on TV doesn't correlate with what she's saying because she's trying to make it seem like he was hugged up with the woman taking the picture. And in fact, I think the woman was actually a pat, a, a, a guest of another guest on the boat who happened to be in the background of the picture. I think he lies to her because he's really silly and young and he doesn't know any better. And he's just trying to come over here too as well. But I don't think his intentions are super cruel. I don't think he has malicious intent to actually come over and use her. I really thought they were a cute couple because she was a little older and she kind of seemed like his mom. But then again, it kind of takes me back and makes me think that she's like the mistress. She's the slave. He's the slave and she's the head of the house. She's the mistress and he's having an affair with her. And it just makes, I just can't help but think that way because it seems like, you know, she's got her Southern accent going and he's got his Nigerian accent. And it just seems like, oh my goodness, it's like Southern mistress meets her Nigerian slave type thing. Um, And I just don't know if that's going to last, but I hope it does at least for him to get over here and, you know, and see what, what, life is about. Um, and I, I kind of really thought that they were sort of a cute couple because it's just, you know, they were kind of funny. Um, so it was <laughs> kind of funny to watch. So we're going to have to see what happens with that. Then she got really upset with Michael, um, going back to this past episode, she got upset with him and she wanted to go, she went to go get her hair done. She threw his clothes out of the room. He had to sleep in the car and, um, he was trying to shower her with gifts like he knows she likes cake he brought her some coke she likes uh coca-cola and she didn't want any of it instead you know they're just bickering back and forth and arguing and so we have to see what's going to happen with them because i have no idea um so we'll have to stay tuned for next week but i gave you guys a recap of everything that happened this past sunday so you do not have to miss a beat So, um, I have new episodes, a lot of different things coming up, guys, lots of different things to talk about. So we will stay, just stay tuned for those episodes because I'll be releasing, um, some episodes later on tonight into tomorrow. So stay tuned for, um, other recaps of other shows. I'm also going to do the family Chantel. I don't think I did, um, last week's episode, Um, which was the season finale episode. So I'm also going to release that as well. And I have my own new episode. So you are listening to Woman Round Round It. Stay tuned.